Nothing but the best. The official drive with Lloyd Paul. Now, as promised and mentioned earlier on, joining me on the line now is clinical psychologist Tarusha Mohabir to chat about children born and growing up in the COVID-19 era. Good afternoon, Tarusha. How are you doing? I'm good. And yourself, Lloyd? Great. Thanks for joining us this afternoon. Really appreciate your time. You're welcome. Now, let's begin with parents who are awaiting the arrival of the little one and are now anxious given the new regulations and restrictions due to COVID-19. What are some of the issues that they have to consider that ordinarily would-be parents would not? Well, I think the first thing that parents need to look at is how we go about doing a lot of the religious rituals that are usually done. Um, I think it's very important that we learn to differentiate between what is religious custom and what is traditional custom. Um, That in itself will help with anxiety with regards to whether I'm doing the right thing or I'm doing enough. Because we don't necessarily have to do everything that has traditionally been done. So in that way, we need to arm ourselves with knowledge of what is religious because I think that would be things that need to be done. And the traditional stuff where we have big parties and um, big gatherings uh, for the baby or the arrival of the baby, that that's things that we can change um, once the baby has come because with COVID we have to be very careful about social distancing and also with making sure baby and mom stay healthy and safe. Now for babies and toddlers, how has COVID-19 rather affected their social understanding of the world? Because I mean, if parents are staying at home to stay safe, these children now have literally not seen the outside world. Uh, Even short drives are a little bit of a novelty now if you think about it. And the extended family is something that they're not familiar with. So this obviously poses some issues in terms of understanding that world, isn't it? Yes, it does. However, I'm not saying that because we social distancing, then we just don't communicate at all. Uh, It's still important that parents still keep their extended family uh, very much part of the whole uh, parenting issue uh, with regards to their kids. However, it's just going to have to be done in a different way. For example, social distancing now has brought about uh, usage of um, social media such as video calls and uh, just calls in general or texting, messaging, that sort of thing. And I think it's important that we utilize all of these things to keep communication going with each other. However, it is also a time where families can use to bond with their children in different ways that they didn't have time to do previously because they were working and out of the home. Um, And there's a lot of things you can do with your kids whilst at home uh, during this period to still uh, promote balanced, healthy development. Now, what about the older children and teenagers in particular? How challenging is it for them? 
Um, what I'm finding with regards to the type of um, young people I'm seeing actually nowadays is that the teenagers are battling the most with the whole lockdown and isolating because um, the teenage years are a time for self-discovery um, and becoming more independent of one's parents and developing your own uh, thoughts and understandings of things. So peers become very important because of this, because they use peers to mirror and bounce the ideas off. So with them, um, it's very important that they still have access to communicate with their fellow peers because socializing is a very big thing in adolescence. However, it can be done in a more safe and structured and controlled way. Um, for example, online um, usage will be very important for them to communicate with their peers. Um, but there are things that parents need to be aware of, such as making sure that they're monitoring what their kids are actually doing online, who they're actually speaking to, uh, because they are predators online, um, and it needs to be monitored in a way where we keep our kids safe. Um, obviously, there needs to also be a certain level of trust, because you cannot just look at everything that your teenager or adolescent is doing because they obviously not going to like that. However, it is important to moderate their usage and have parental controls over what they're doing online. Now, Tarusha, any final closing comments from you and what would you like to say to uh, most the parents as well listening in and obviously the youngsters who are tuning in right now as well? Look, COVID-19 is not going to go anywhere anytime soon. Um, and there's still a lot we don't know about it. However, that shouldn't be a reason for people to get anxious and scared. I think what we need to all do is to arm ourselves with knowledge, but knowledge from websites and sources that are reputable and uh evidence-based rather than um, sources that are just spreading propaganda. Um, the more we know, the better equipped we are to go about doing the things that need to be done so that we don't get infected and we protect ourselves, our children, our elderly, uh, ourselves. So I think everyone needs to just remember that. Arm yourself with the necessary knowledge to go about doing things that will protect you from it. Um, and if you happen to get COVID, speak to your healthcare practitioner with regards to what to do instead of just doing things that are just propagated out there without any evidence. So I think that's what people need to remember, especially now. And self-care is another very important thing. Parents need to make sure that they take care of themselves because a happy parent brings up happy, well-established children.
Clinical psychologist Arusha Mohabir, thank you very much for joining us on the official drive. We wish you all the best and uh, do stay safe. Thank you. You too, Lloyd. Take care. Take care. Lotus FM. Yeah. Yeah. Share the experience. Share.